Today on the Diz List, we discuss the top five countries that need a pavilion at Epcot. Welcome to the Diz List, the podcast that ranks everything in Walt Disney World. I'm Nick. And I'm Rob, and welcome to episode 67, where we discuss the top five countries that need a pavilion at Epcot. We've got a lot to talk about in this opening. Yes. good, A lot of funny stuff, actually. Yeah. And I'm really anticipating what you were going to share, because my story you were part of. Yes. This, I'm... I'm excited about your your half here. <laughs> so I think that means I'm I'm going to begin here yeah, with, why don't you with, go ahead. with my story right go off ahead. the bat. So for new listeners or people that don't listen all the time, first of all, welcome. Happy to have you. Um, we love having new people. And please find us and interact with us on social media. But um, Nick, my co-host, is a soccer coach. And uh, occasionally, uh, since some I'm decent on the mic they ask me to get up and to do the announcing so there's a different kid who who does it who majors in that in college right well, he graduated he's he not graduated. anymore he's he just very feels like good a, he just feels like a kid well he was we our student him. too yeah. so yeah he does an excellent job he does he's very good at it. and i love it because when he's up there you don't I can, have to be well because i can sit with my family and i i like to en- sit and enjoy the game and you can be a parent right and my daughter's on Nick's soccer team, which is kind of cool and kind of fun. So the other night, um, this kid couldn't be there, and Nick asked me to go up and do it, which I've done before, and I, I was kind of excited about it. And I have certain songs that I'll play that, you know, Nick's a big fan of the Tragically Hip, so I'll throw Tragically Hip songs in there. And you know, Our listeners are like, who the hell are the hip? I go hope look, they know who the yeah, hip are. Go look them up. Well, I mean, if you're from... At Maybe least not the northeast or well, one, one of Canada. Our pa- one of our patrons is Canadian, so oh, that patron probably knows who the yeah, tragically hip are. I would hope so. So I'll play that, and I'll you know I'll throw in some Van Halen and some other tunes that I really like, and uh, and anyway, so I had a I had a plan, <laughs> and Nick did not know about this plan, so no, I'm not. in charge of the music that is playing throughout the entire stadium. <laughs> And it's hooked up to my phone. <laughs> so on the way, That's my daughter, my daughter, who's on the team, I go, all right, I got a plan. I said, Nick's either going to love this or hate this. <laughs> so the game starts. I, you know, it was senior night. I did my whole spiel and uh, it went really well. The parents, parents are great. The, the students, players seem to love it. And, um, I threw in a little, just a little bit of an Easter egg and then, halftime rolls around <laughs> i'll get to the other easter egg in a minute halftime rolls around and i thought well you know when we do our podcast we always talk about the halftime show yeah and there is a little jingle that plays every time yeah we have our halftime show so i thought wouldn't it be funny if <laughs> leading into halftime i play this So I cross my fingers and think, all right, he's he's either going to think this is funny or he's going to hate it. So I play some other songs. I, I played some ACDC, yeah, Van just, Halen, some Bon Jovi, which I know is, sorry, Bills fans. Bills fans hate Bon Jovi, but I try to do some popular tunes. And then halftime was over, and I play this. <laughs> so the girls come back out. And they play their game, and then I think, okay, we do have a song. And I, I didn't think of this until I was actually up there. I thought, you know, if they win, <laughs> and let's hope they win. And yeah. they were up one nothing yeah. at this point to a very tough team. And I'll let you talk in a minute about the rest of it and your, your half of the story. So then the end of the game, I go, wow, we got a closing. If they win, we'll play the Dizlist closing. So the game ends, and I play this. So at this point, I'm all in. Like, again, he's either going to be so mad or think it's really funny. So the game's over. 
I walk out of the booth and head down and try to see where Nick is. And I see him walking up, you know, game's over. He's, he's got a smile on his face. He's, you know, he's got the bag of balls over his shoulder. And I, I see him on the ramp and I go, before he could even say anything, I go, okay, either you're furious or you think that's hilarious. So now let's get your half of the story. Go ahead, Nick. It threw me off. <laughs> I felt bad. <laughs> like not in a bad way. It just, it like, it caught me so off guard that I forgot what I was going to say to the girls about like how to play and, and i was and like the, Hold folks on. this is playing through the whole stadium <laughs> yeah i'm like what is he doing it wasn't bad like i like it was funny but in the moment <laughs> had we lost i would have been so furious like i was like what the hell because I, I couldn't know. even i couldn't even think straight anyhow and this yeah. was the only game i was up there for because right. usually the other kid is up there i will say that the the closing played right yeah and I just thought to myself, welcome to the Diz List, the podcast that ranks everything in Walt Disney World. And like the girls were like looking at me. I was like, just roll with it. Um, uh, yeah, so I thought, I mean, it was pretty funny. I'm not going to lie. It, <laughs> it it definitely threw me off, threw me for a loop. But um, So, yeah, I, I it was apologize. Good, it, it was definitely. No, it, like, was, it was funny. This is one of those things where I'm swinging for the fences. You know, oh, I, I was all in on this, and I figured. Well. E- the, either either the podcast is going to ce- cease to exist and you're going to like <laughs> and well, no one would be listening right now and people be like hey why yeah. why is there not an episode 67 of the diz list yeah. uh, well your, nick got mad at rob because he he swung for the fences your your daughter said when after the at the halftime there she's like i may or may not have known that was going to happen and i was like a little heads up would have been nice like but it was fun it was hilarious actually well and, and the the thing is that like like you and i get it your daughter gets it and like probably half of my team got it my wife does right but you know what i mean so there were maybe in that out of the entire group of people that were there like because some of the boys team was there they get it some i of think them two get or it. three there's yeah. at least two or three boys on the boys team i know listen I, I would say that probably 25 people in that stadium got it and for those 25 people it was probably like what a joker <laughs> so i hope well, they tune in and tune in and yes. listen so they can uh they can hear this but to to be completely fair you're about to roast me yes. and i deserve it because it's I, been a month in the in the works here i i deserve it not only because you you were roasted but i uh I definitely, I don't know if you call this a prank. It's not really a prank. No. I, I thought it was fun, but. I think it's funny. I, I deserve I, I deserve a little friendly fire today. So I am, I'm welcoming it <laughs> and uh, I'm looking so, forward to seeing. So go ahead and give the intro. Yeah. To, to tell everybody uh, we have a listener. Yeah. Mark M. Yep. Sent in a list about a month ago, maybe a little over a month ago of the top five things that I talk about. Because he was not happy about <laughs> your about my ranking one week. Your UK pavilion. He was Correct. he was upset about. Right. It was the top five places to take a break or something like yes, that. Yes, that was it. Um so he sent an, an angry list and um <laughs> which was top five things. Top five things that I talk about. Yep. And then it was headlined an, by the thing that he said I should have talked about. And it's in a previous episode and yep. we can put it in the show notes, yeah. but I don't want to waste time on that now. So then we said we challenged him to make one for Rob, and uh, he finally came through. So I'm going to go ahead. Number five. I, I I probably won't be able to deny any of this because I'm sure no. it's all true. Number five things that the number five thing that Rob always talks about on the show uh-huh. is footwear issues and not following his own advice. My God, how's that not higher? Oh, trust- I talk about that constantly. Let me keep going. <laughs> There's worst four. Being bald and the fair-skinned Italian that hates heat and humidity that continues to go to Florida anyway. Yeah. Well, <laughs> half Irish, half Italian. Yeah. 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 Not that's fair. Also. Um, three. The attention to detail and all of the coolness of the haunted mansion. Yeah. I figured. Well, that could also be number one. Also, yeah. I would say shoes could be four. I would put maybe the fair talk- skin at five. No, I disagree. I okay. think he's spot on on this. All right. I I'm not arguing it. I. Number number two is one that is less roasty and more like the reality of it, and that is that Star Wars is life. Yes. Okay. That's true. And I, I say this all the time, too. Constant conversations with you and my buddy Todd and my buddy Mikey always talking Star Wars. And so, Ahsoka is great, by the way. Yes. 
Number one. So I'm just proving that he's yeah. right for number two here. Number one, I'm not sure. <laughs> like, sarcasm doesn't come through in text form sometimes. I don't so know I don't, what number one's going to be here. Is it the, country bears? No. The very important and very helpful dietary advice due to his family's dietary restrictions. Oh, oh the, okay. Okay, so that's I don't know fine. if he's, like, giving you a shot there. No, I don't, I don't think, think he so. Is. I don't think so. Right. But it's true. Yeah. I mean, you talk about that a lot. Well, and again. In a good way. Not no, no, way. Like, no. That's, like, I didn't. The other ones are good. The The shoe one is roasty, and I deserve it. So I, um, I, I'm a little bit upset. Because he was nicer to me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> way nicer. Uh, way nicer. He likes me more. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, Mark M., thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mark M., you're you're my favorite. <laughs> um, yeah, we got we we got news yesterday of a of a new patron. Oh, this is cool. Yeah, so, we have a new patron. We actually know this yeah, person. Yeah, people, people. two people, yeah. two people. Yes, our good friends over at Ear Scouts became patrons of ours. Yeah. That's that's awesome. So, I know. so I wanted to thank uh, thank them and all of our patrons for being yep. um, so loyal. And supporting us. And I wanted to also mention that Patreon has changed in a very big way this past week and added a whole bunch of cool stuff. The thing that I'm the most excited about is they added a chat feature. So what it means is like if you're a follower, which you don't have to pay for, or a subscriber, you can be involved in the in this community centered around the Diz List. So if you go to www.patreon.com slash DizListPod, you can find out more about it. Um, it's really got a lot of cool features coming. I'm going to play around with some more of it. Um, you know, when I'm, I'm going to investigate more, but basically Patreon is saying, Hey, we want to make sure that the creators who are creating this stuff are the ones that are benefiting, not the multi-billion dollar corporations that, you know, are hosting the podcast. Um, so it's a really cool. cool thing. And, and I just like the fact that I can, it's a new place for us to communicate with our listeners. Yep. So go check that out, um, and if you do feel like subscribing, you can um, you end up getting early access to new episodes, and you get bonus content, and we do those every week. In fact, the list we're doing today, the top five countries we think should be um, in Epcot, Yep, uh, we're actually going to do a, a sister show, if you will, mini, that will be released Saturday. So this comes out on Wednesday. The Saturday show will be released, and the Saturday show is going to be our favorite fix or flatten series of Epcot countries. So for those of you who don't know what I mean. Our triple F series. Yeah, the triple F series is we go through, we have a randomly, a random generator, random name generator, yep. and we end up picking three things. This time it will be three countries. And then we have to pick which one's our favorite, which one is something we would fix, and which one we would flatten. So that's a fun series, and that's available exclusively through Patreon. Um, so if you wanted to check that out, that's we've that's got something. a lot of positive feedback from yep, that. Absolutely, people really enjoy it. And you know that our main show, which you're listening to our main show right now, our main show is really has a very specific format that we follow. We have our kind of you know the the intro, our pregame that you're listening to currently. Then we have the the halftime show, and then we have our list. But over on our Patreon, it's a little bit Looser. more loose and fun. Uh, we joke around a ton. So if you are fans of our sense of humor, then you'll really enjoy it. And we have a couple different things that we do and a couple things that um, Nick and I have discussed we may try to go into. We, we do our triple F series, the favorite fix flatten. We do uh, a lot of different retheming shows. Sometimes we just shoot the breeze. Like last week's was a lot of fun. Last week's was we just kind of talked about Lotto and what would we do yeah, if, we if, the, if we won the jackpot. Right. So we try to it, – it's not always the same thing, but we have a couple different formats that we like to – Yeah. No. And and honestly, I will, I will just, I'll just say this before we head off to the halftime show is that – it's definitely it's great if you want to do it. If you don't want to do it, that's cool too. Yeah, we don't um, want to. I would love push for you guys to at least follow me at uh, follow us at Dizlist Pod over on Instagram and Twitter, and reach out and contact us. We love talking to our listeners. Um, but we're gonna head off to the halftime show, and this week the halftime show is brought to us by our good friends over at Ear Scouts.
Welcome back. Today on the Diz List, we're going to count down our top five countries we believe belong in Epcot. So I guess this can go a number of different ways. And I, I didn't think of this until after I made my list, but it could. I didn't even think the rides factor. And I probably could have, but I, I sort of looked at this in a different lens. I thought about it in a couple different things. I thought about, one, which countries have decent food. Which country? Then I also thought about yeah. which countries have some sort of an IP that they could use because they're looking to do that. Uh-huh. You know, whether you're a fan of that or not, I don't. I'm not going to get into that argument. My point is, do they have some? Because they, the reality is, whether you're a fan or not, they are a fan of doing it now. Yeah, and so therefore, right. you're more likely to get one that does have IP to go in it. Yeah. Um, and then I thought about you know what what countries have, you know, things that we could build rides around so and i I, have the i have all three of those things kind of interwoven i made my list when i was really hungry (laughs) so (laughs) that's just the truth so a lot of these uh, i guess all but one are really centered for me around okay who needs it and what what nice meal do i want to have all five of mine have good food involved um but that's just a side effect of the like I don't think that that wasn't my main focus, but all five of mine are definitely good food. Yeah. So my number five, I we've talked about in a previous episode. We talked about how they were going to make this movie called Gigantic. Do you remember yep. this conversation? Yep. And for a while there, they were looking to actually make this pavilion, and it's Spain. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of the focus for a while. They had a whole movie in pre-production, and there's... I haven't seen any of the pre-production or any of the visuals from this movie, but I would like to. I'm sure it's out there somewhere. But the reason I chose Spain is I've been to Spain before. I visited Spain, and one of the reasons I loved it so much, I mean, it's such a rich culture, and it was two things that I think would really stand out and make for a great pavilion. One is the food, specifically paella, is one of my favorite foods which I, I'll make from time to time, but my version of paella is, like, not even in the ballpark of what I've had in Spain. And if you Well, get, I mean, real real paella is really, really, really difficult to make. Correct. Well. And there's so many different types of seafood that go into it. And, and then you got to make the, the proper, there's, I forget what they call it, but that, that crust you get from the bottom. Yes. Um, right. It's, so if they could pull that off on a small scale, what I mean is, like, individual size servings because they don't even they can't even pull it off in individual size servings over at um food and wine no uh haleo which is the big spanish place that chef jose andreas has and i had it at food and wine my son and i tried it and it was honestly it was a little closer to what i make than what i've actually had in spain yeah so when i focus on it like the main thing i will do is i will say okay i gotta have I got to have the the um, sausage in there, so I'll focus on the sausage and shrimp and all the rest of the different things that go into it. I know yep. there's so much. I'll focus on that. And the other thing that I wanted to say, and I'm, I don't know how much you know about this, Nick, there is um, a real focus in the actual, if, if you're in Barcelona, for example, there is a very famous artist named Gaudi. Have you ever heard of Gaudi? Yeah. G-A-U-D-I. Yep. And his style of architecture is all over the city, and it's very recognizable. It's almost organic. So what he he does this very famous church in Spain, and he also has a lot of different buildings. And there's a public park that uh, that we've been to. And the, his style, the best way to describe it is almost like it looks like soft ice cream. Everything looks like a sandcastle or mm-hmm. just very smooth and not very harsh and angular. It's a, it's very organic style. And I thought, how cool would that be for a Spain pavilion to just focus on that style of architecture, amazing food, and I'm sure at some point there will be some type of IP from Disney. Like I, I don't think Disney's going to stop making movies anytime soon. And based on some of the ones I have on my list here, there's not a lot of tie-ins with movies. But there could be. Yeah. So specifically, number five, my stomach is telling me Spain. That is not on my list. Um, my number five is India. Um, I, I like Indian food. I know it's, it's kind of polarizing to some people, mm-hmm. but I love Indian food. Um, and 
the the tie-in IP wise is obvious with Jungle Book. I get that yes, we have an entire park dedicated to animals, but Jungle mm-hmm. Book, you could easily do a Jungle Book boat ride, an inside kind of boat ride. Um, think Navi River Journey or something like living with the land, you know, slow moving, not a not like a frozen type ride, just something for little kids. Um, that that architecture style, you know, like the Taj Mahal type style, um, reflecting pools like in front of whatever building they, they choose to build. Yep. Um, I think it would be a hit, and I think it's an underrepresented portion of the world when you go to Epcot. And by that, I mean completely not represented. <laughs> yes. So and you... So it's a, it, you know, India is an entire subcontinent, right? And they have a lot of Indian visitors. Yes. But they do not do anything for them. So. You're going to hear more about that on my list later on. <laughs> okay. All right. So that's my number five. Yes. What's your number four? Uh, my number four, we have talked about on this show before. And I know it's, I'm going to assume that this is going to be on your list and you can elaborate more because because this is a culture that you absolutely love. And that is Brazil. So I'm going to guess and your head is shaking, so I'm going to guess it's probably on your list, too. Mm-hmm. So I have not actually ever eaten at a Brazilian steakhouse before. Have you? Uh, once. Once. Okay. I haven't, but all I've ever heard is it's incredible. And well, I mean, you, you kind of have, because, like, Ohana is basically... Brazilian style? I mean, it's not, but, like, it's not, but it is. What okay. I mean is, like, well, a Brazilian a steakhouse, thing. they come around with skewers of meat. And sure. Just, like, pile it on your plate. And I've always wanted to eat at a Brazilian steakhouse, and I've heard nothing but great things about it. But then, is there is there too much of a of steakhouse? Because in Canada, it's La Cellier. Is that the name? La Cellier. La Cellier. Well, yeah. they, you, I default to you on all things French. So, the, can there be more than one steakhouse? I mean, also, Why not? I know already that, more. Than that's one. my point. That's my point. It's a different kind of steak. Yeah, and if you create a Brazil pavilion. Don't have it directly next to the Canadian pavilion. Space them out. Like, can there be too many steakhouses? Obviously not. And, you know. You really did just go all in on the food, I huh? did. All but one. <laughs> all but one okay. is all about the food. All right. Yeah. And I, I maybe I was hungry when I made this specific list here. And then when I'm thinking of Brazil, I think of an IP that I think Disney just acquired and they acquired Blue Sky Studios through Fox oh, and don't. the Rio franchise, which my kids love. I think it's a good movie. I don't like when they do this. I don't like. They haven't they... though. I wonder if they're going to pivot to do that. I mean, like, I guess I can't complain about it because they brought Marvel to the parks, and Marvel's something they acquired. Uh, um, yeah, and I you just haven't I don't seen associ- a lot of that. I just I'm... don't associate. I don't associate Rio, Rio with, with Disney. Disney. Yeah. yeah, it's like you don't associate The Simpsons with Disney, even right, yeah. though they own it. And and if you look at Disney Plus, there's so many crossovers now. With all, they have different Simpsons cartoons that are crossover with Marvel and Star Wars, and yeah. they do that. And those, you know, those cartoons are creative. But I still, when I think of, you know, the Simpsons theme park, mm-hmm. I think of Universal because they do it so well there. Yeah, I'm sure that we could possibly talk a little more about it later. All right. So uh, <laughs> Brazil is my number four. What is my, yours? My number four is the – so I have one thing on my list that is not a country but a region, and this is it. And I think I have a way of getting around it as far – like I know that like there are countries – Yeah, I know what you're about to say in it. Okay. No, I don't know if you do. Really? Um, I'm going to say the Caribbean. Oh, I, you, that's not what I thought you were going to say. So, I thought you were going to say Africa. So now here is why I'm saying the Caribbean. Because if you look, think about the islands that make up that region of the world, and you think about what you can, you know, if you if you venture outside of the boundaries of your little all-inclusive resort that you go to, right, you will find lots of markets or street vendors and things like that. Sure. I mean, so you what, think of the cultures there. So what I think an entire pavilion centered around Caribbean culture where rather than having one country, you have kiosks similar to what you have at Food and Wine. Oh. And so... those kiosks are, are themed like a market, right? Jamaica. And the, mar- and the market 
that you're going through has different kinds of food depending on what that particular kiosk is. Uh And they have have cultural representatives from each one. So that way, like artistically, you can get, uh, you can see stuff too. Not just, not just going to it as a, you know, I want to eat, you know, it's a foodie thing. How about a food court? Well, I'm thinking more along the lines of like, do you remember when the bazaar was really active yeah. in Morocco? Yeah, it's great. So, so I'm thinking up an entire pavilion where it's basically that, right? Okay, undercover maybe. Mm-hmm. You could easily do it undercover. Um, I'm thinking like like just that way. All of those countries because the the cultures are so rich there, yeah. and the people are so proud mm-hmm. in a very good way, not prideful in like a negative way not like a seven deadly sin way but they're very proud of their culture and and rightfully so but like to go and actually have cultural representatives from haiti from the dominican from from uh, jamaica from all of these different caribbean islands i think would be amazing the kiosk i think you set it up like a market um it's the only time i think that would be okay to kind of make one region be represented rather than one country and that's because um, financially it'd be easier on those smaller countries if they were to actually sponsor stuff and because they're already small countries anyway that like it is really when people say they're going on a cruise they're going on a caribbean cruise they're going to multiple of those places so i think that would be kind of cool to have that right in epcot how about a travel video to go along with it too yeah that's fine that works one sure. of those 360 sure that would be just yeah, I, gorgeous I to watch. That's one of the ones on my list that I don't have, like, a ride for. But, yeah. yeah. And I know there's no, like, IP right now. I mean, technically, Disney owns Cool Runnings, but, like. Yeah, true. <laughs> you're not going to put a That's a Touchstone bo- Pictures movie? I can't remember. It might be. Jamaican bobsled team. Anyhow, that's uh, number four. Number three for me is not food-related. Okay. But I was thinking more along the lines of this would be a cool thing to help the sort of sight lines and have kind of a destination for the park, and that is Egypt. So I was thinking Egypt might be cool to have either a a, a smaller pyramid, but there's already kind of a pyramid if you're thinking of Mexico. It's not kind of, it is. What if there was a mini sphinx? I don't mean a giant one. No, I know. Like, what if they could do a sphinx? I mean, the sphinx itself isn't as big as you think it is. But yeah. And then maybe, and I, I know I realize they already have the mummy ride over it, at Universal Studios, but something that's less about like a mummy being a, a a creature, but maybe something that just focuses on the rich Egyptian culture. The other place that it's represented already is in Spaceship Earth a little bit, which I realize as well, but maybe you could do a deeper dive into the amazing culture and, um, you know, the, the system of writing that they have and it's just such an amazing place, and it, it's somewhere I'd like to go someday on, on a vacation. And also, you mentioned this earlier, you know, there's there's such a, a vast representation over an animal kingdom for Africa in general, maybe specifically Egyptian culture, and maybe make that focus kind of in the area. I, I'm still thinking the area where they have, like, where the bridge is next to... Where they have the African outpost. It's exactly where I, I'm picturing it. You know, you walk across that bridge and you have a sphinx, and I don't know a lot about the Egyptian food, and I'm, I'm naive to it. I don't know much about it at all. It could it's be. good. I'm sure it is. Yeah. You know, there's... I mean, you could really name any of these countries, and so the, the rich culture... It, any country is going to have something cool and interesting for a different type of cuisine. Yeah. So there's sky's the limit with Egypt. You could do a thrill ride. You could do something that focuses specifically on like a slow moving boat ride that, that explains, you know, their, their thousands of years of advanced technology and culture. So yeah, Egypt for me, I thought I've never thought of that one until I kind of sat down and did this list and so many others are food based this one, I just think the culture is incredible, and they could do so much with it. Yeah. Well, we don't have to go too too far uh, for our next for my number three. Mm-hmm. Now, to me, I didn't think Egypt because Morocco is already northern Africa. Yeah. So when people say Africa is not represented, well, not really. Right. Africa is represented because Morocco. Morocco is northwest. Is that right? Am I picturing it right yep. in my head? Yeah. Okay. Um. So for me. 
what I think is we got to go a little bit further south to equatorial Africa. Oh, okay. Specifically Tanzania. And you're probably thinking, why Tanzania? I mean, you could say you could say Kenya. You could say I mean, well, any the of those reason, would be great. The reason Tanzania is because Mount Kilimanjaro is in Tanzania. Oh, cool. And great. I cannot think of a cooler mountain to build a ride around oh, than Mount Kilimanjaro. Great, great idea. And so I think a Mount Kilimanjaro ride. Uh, Tarzan takes place in equatorial Africa. Um, now, obviously, you have the Lion King. I think that can stay over at Animal Kingdom, but mm-hmm. Tarzan being being part of equatorial Africa, that would be great. And Africa is vastly underrepresented as far as – because while Morocco is African – its culture is not the same. Like a, a lot of people don't associate that culture with African nations. I don't. I don't think. I don't think of Africa when I think of of Morocco because it is Northern Africa, well, and it's I, kind I, of the same with Egypt. Yeah, I, I agree. And the, the cultures are different, but they're similar. Northern Africa and Equatorial Africa are two totally different things. Right. So Equatorial Africa, I think, would be great. Specifically, Tanzania. Food, African food. I've said on the show before, I love African food. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got that that those warm spices, and what I mean by warm spices is they're not necessarily super spicy where you're going to be burning your your tongue, although some of them will. But it's that warming, like I don't even know how to describe it. It reminds me, it makes me think of the fall. Those kinds of spices. Cool. Um, but I I think that would be great. The Mount Kilimanjaro ride is what what kind of sold me on it. I was like, yeah, you know. Mount Kilimanjaro in Epcot, you see this mountain, and then you have like some sort of a ride built around that mountain. I think that, first of all, any more rides you can put in Epcot, it's great. So number three for me is Tanzania. Number two for me not only is food, but it's also going to come with a live performance. Ooh. Right. So it's a little different. So hear me out here. So one of my very good friends uh, who lives in California she California is, is a state, not a country. You can't have a pavilion. It's not California. Oh, okay. But there is a whole park based around California. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's a really good one. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, so my friend who lives in California is very, very, very interested, may I dare say obsessed, with a certain culture that she loves telling me about all the time, and that is the K-pop culture. Oh, my and gosh. She loves everything that is Korean, specifically South Korea, okay, for our listeners. But, I love me some Korean food. Well, that's I'm getting yeah. to that, too. How cool would it be? And Bim keep and in mind, this oh my is, God. I, I think that not only is Korean barbecue so good, and I absolutely love it, and it's bizarrely barbecue, but so bizarrely different, that it, if you haven't had Korean barbecue... Well, it's, it's not it's, really it's, barbecue, right, though, in the sense of... It's grilled. Right. It's not exactly like, you know, slathered I, Memphis. I style. love I, I do like Korean barbecue. That wasn't even what I was thinking when I said Korean food, but okay. go ahead. So I thought, how great would it be just to represent such an amazing and rich culture and such a has become such an Im- important country in, in the scope of the world right now, but also build in a performance, oh some kind of no. K-pop performance. No. And look, I'm not saying I'm a huge <laughs> K-pop fan. Okay, Get BTS to come in. Well, perform? I mean, millions and millions of people are loving this specific style of music. I am. Could it draw people to Epcot? They're always talking about where it's going to draw people through the park. Is it going to draw in a new audience? This isn't me saying K-pop is my favorite form of music. All I'm saying is. It's a whole different part of the culture that they could present in Epcot. I don't look. I the food wise would be enough for me. Sure, K-pop you would kind of lose me at, and that's um, okay. I'm not saying I, I would enjoy to watch it. Yeah, but think of it as, hey, we're bringing in uh, new people to come, and and it's it's hugely popular with Americans. Oh, I know. We have students who are obsessed. with I it. know. I think so. I think it might be kind of a good idea to bring in. I'm South not saying Korea. it's a bad idea. I think that the issue that I would have would just be that we have China, we have Japan, and while I recognize that Korean culture is not the same as China and Japan, mm-hmm. I feel like we have a large representation of that part of Asia. that part of the the country, sure. uh, that part of the world. I um, I agree with that, but without you know. 
With that being said, I would also say that if you could give me a bucket of kimchi. <laughs> kimchi is really good. Strap it around my agree, head. Agree. And like, let me just eat it like I'm a horse eating oats. Have you actually made that? I know you do a lot of food at home. Yeah, I make ferment. I ferment kimchi. I was going to say, okay. Yeah. I figured you probably would. Yeah. I've, I've you do dabbled. What? You do hot sauce. Yeah. You do. Yeah. I've you, dabbled with it. Okay. Um. So, so yeah. I mean, I don't think it's a bad idea. I just think. It didn't make my list because obviously I feel that that portion of the world is already represented really sure. well. Um, yeah, which, there's... which leads me to my number two, which is from a country that also is a little bit representation. Sure. There. So I feel kind of like stupid after like criticizing the fact that that's yeah. already represented. But my number two is Greece. Okay. Which is Great different, choice. different obviously than Italy. Right. Okay. And also represented in. Uh, spaceship Earth, which is fine. Yep. Uh, Greek food, amazing. Um, you know, I, I love some Greek food. I think here is definitely a place where an educational video would be good. Definitely. Um, oh, yeah. I You know how they have the stave church over in Norway? Mm-hmm. Like, have a similar kind of a Roman like, cool. temple that has those those busts all the way. Not Ro- I said Roman. Yeah. That is really stupid. I know what you meant. Greek temple. Correct. That has the Greek gods going around. Yep. And the reason I said Roman probably is because we have the wonderful Greek story of Heracles. I mean, Hercules. I mean, which <laughs> one is it? Because they can't figure out. Right. Uh, but anyway, that's the IP that could be in there. I get it. Hercules is kind of a cultural. It, it, I don't think it was received as well as they would have expected from the Greeks. Um, I, I read some stuff when I was doing research for this episode. And I didn't. Didn't quite understand fully until now that I read that. But. They are doing a remake of that. Are I they? I, I'm, they're doing that right now and the live action Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, live action might need to die. I'm sorry. I, no, I just, hey, I, that's I okay. I think they're overdoing that, it. That might be a good Patreon episode. I, I think they're overdoing days. it. Sure. Um, but the, I think a, a Grease Pavilion would be good. I love Greek food. I mean, is there anything better than going to a nice Greek diner? I, if there, if there is, I don't know what it is. I love a Greek diner and like sitting down and getting just some amazing food. Like, give me a euro right now. Right. I, I mean, I was just gonna say, I had gyro a euro or euro. <laughs> I had a euro yesterday. Give yep. me some spanakopita. There's actually some Greek food up on the on the screen right now. That was really weird. Good timing. Um. Yeah. So, we, we have ear scouts up uh, as a. Uh, that's a thank you and a tribute to yeah. Ear Scouts um, being our new patron. So we yeah. have that playing in the studio. Yeah. So I personally, Greece, I think would be a great one. And that's why it's so high on my list. Number two is Greece for me. Uh, my number one you mentioned earlier. And I mean, you and I will have lunch together multiple times a week. I mean, we both teach together and we work at the same school. I'm shocked this is your number one. Uh, it's because it needs to be represented. There is a huge number of Indian visitors at Epcot. I love me some Indian food. Oh, yeah. I love it. Multiple I, times a week. You know I walk into lunch yeah. and I heat it up, you know, something with curry in it or tikka masala or something. Yeah. I'll walk in and I'll have just a giant bowl of Indian food. Like, I probably average it two times I, a week. I, I love, love it. it. Yeah, I love, <laughs> I love it. it. When, they, when you when you cook it and you can smell those spices, <laughs> so I'm like, good. But then there's the other side of the coin. For some people, it's like the most off-putting food. Yeah. But it used so to be. Because we lived in an apartment when, when my wife and I were first married, and we weren't familiar with the smell, and we're like, what is that? And at first, we were put off, and then like we got used to it and tried it, and oh my God, yeah, Indian food is so good. I love Indian food. I, I, I'm i 100% with you on this, uh, obviously. Make you know uh, something similar representational to the Taj Mahal. Talk about their rich culture. There's so much. I mean, you could you could do... Sky's the limit with India. Yeah. I think, I I mean, obviously it was on my list too. It was lower, obviously, but it, it still is on my list. Um, the Jungle Book thing is the only actual IP we have, and I don't think that's And I don't know where good, Aladdin takes place. I don't even know specifically. Not, it's not in India, right? No, it's supposed to be Egypt, I thought. But okay. I don't know. Somewhere I, in... I'm not positive, so yeah. I'm not I mean, going to pretend they, like I know They toss him into Morocco, but he's not... Mar- that's no, not right either. Right. But that that's... Listeners, where does uh, that story take place? Let us um, know. But I think that India being 
up there for you makes a ton of sense. But you could do a boat ride. You could do something like that. Yeah. You could do you know a boat ride down the Ganges or something like that. I would um, love for another brand new Disney IP with some really great, rich characters that are all part of Indian culture. Here's I, here's an idea, something completely random that I'm sure they would never do. Let's create another new in-park IP because they've stopped oh, cool. doing that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the Country Bears, they exist yep. solely in the park first. Jungle Book, park first. Pirates of the Caribbean, park first. Right. Let's do something about India in the parks. Like, come on, great. let's do it. I... I would love an Indian an Indian uh, pavilion. I think it's a great idea. The only other note I had, not to cut you off, no, you're was good. I want to make sure I got this in too. Another part was performance and do a like a Bollywood dance style performance, oh, like the stage over at like the, when the drummers are out in Japan. So I don't, I wouldn't go out of my way to listen to the type of music that's in a Bollywood movie. I wouldn't put it on in the car, listen to it, and I like some wild music. I don't dislike it, but when when it's in tandem with that style of dancing, it's it's awesome, and I love it. But I love the combination of the two, and when I'm watching that, I'm all in. I think seeing it live, being played live, is totally different too. Because like, it maybe isn't the the sound that you like, but but you as a musician can 100 percent oh, respect yeah. and the, the fact they're they're making those instruments sound like the, it's, it's amazing. Incredible. It is it really absolutely is. incredible. Wouldn't that be a great stage show? I, too? Didn't even think about a stage show, and then yeah. you said that, and I'm like, "Yep, that's gotta happen." So build like a you know a mini Taj Mahal, walk right in, and the whole inside is like you know an indoor theater that you know has the right smells and has like you know all the reds and oranges and the those beautiful cultural um, uh, tapestries that they have. Got how cool would that be on the inside? And then a, a live you know, Bollywood style. Now, is that the right term? I know that's what the, the movies are called Bollywood. Yeah, sure. I don't know what the name is. I'm the assuming that's is. the type of the I performance. I, I don't know what the type of performance is. If it's something called. different but, again, let us know, folks. But I am, I'm hoping that maybe they would have like, if they did that, I want a buffet. Oh, and try. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't want an, indiv- I, I mean, an individual Indian restaurant's great. A little bit of coconut curry, a I, little, you know, yeah, like. I just want a buffet. That's all you can eat. So yeah. I can, so I can try eat my, everything. Okay. Well, what that, do I like? And yeah, I can yeah. eat my, eat my weight in curry. Right. And then just like regret it the rest of the day. Cause I'd be sweating from the, from the spices. See, Actually, it's good. Cause a lot of, a lot of people don't realize this. The reason that a lot of these warmer climate countries have spicy food is it makes you sweat which makes you which cools you off ah that's cool but yeah i india that's a good look it was on my list probably probably didn't give it the respect that it was due down at number five but for me it was a it was that five years if you're you're paying attention folks you can guess what next number one is my number one was also lower on your list you're number four right Yep. yep my number one is brazil correct um i think that the food is amazing the culture is unbelievably it's, it's rich. It's a huge country too. Yeah. And that is why I want Brazil. A couple reasons. Carnival. Oh yeah. Like how do you not have a carnival? There's a parade. Oh yeah. man, that's yeah. a great so idea. So you got that. Um very few people are aware of this, but one of the Tres Caballeros is Jose Carioca, right? Oh right. But it's not his actual name is Jose Carioca because that's how the Portuguese pronounce that. Ah, and he cool, cool. is Brazilian. He is not Mexican. Mm. Um, the food and drink are just like Brazilian food is. I mean, the Brazilian stand at Epcot's Food and Wine is always one of the ones that people flock to for the great. I think it's called cheese bread, but it's like uh, poke, I'm not going to try to remember it, but something to Queijo. Um and then the the I think what they should have is I know this is similar to Soren. I get that Soren's in the same park, but if you had some sort of a ride, almost like think Star Tours ish. Oh, okay. Not quite like Soren, uh-huh. where you are either in a boat going down the Amazon, or and I think this would be better. And maybe flying, not or and okay, and, and but you're flying you take off. Sure, up. you're flying through from the coast. Yeah. And you go by Christ the Redeemer statue yeah. and you're going over the Amazon, you're swooping down toward the I think 
to it could be educational to yeah. show people the vast country that is Brazil, show them all the different things that are within that country because it's there's there's so many different types of of you know you've got Rio which is like Miami on steroids yeah it's so know? culturally rich too. yeah and then you've got the thickest of jungles in the Amazon mm -hmm. and you have tribal villages that maybe have not even been touched yeah it's just amazing to think about the stuff that goes on in Brazil we have my son has as a friend and my daughter has a friend they're they're so my kids are friends with a family of two kids who are Brazilian and they are they talk about the food all the time and they go back at you know I think they go back frequently to Brazil but it's I, I they have me sold I want to go I want to go but if I can't go I'm going to go to Epcot and visit because it's number 1 on my list and it's one that they've talked about before actually adding right Spain so, also yeah the yeah. Brazil pavilion needs to happen do you have any honorable mentions? No, I wanted to throw in one more yeah. thing with what you just said too, yeah. and and I know that when they first made Soren and some of these other rides, that they were a little harder to film. But now with modern technology and drones, drones. yeah, think about how easy it would be. It, obviously, there's laws and and permits involved, but imagine if you had like a you know a 4K drone going up and around the shoulder of Christ the Redeemer and like you can really feel and think it's much smoother too mm -hmm. with with current drones and the stabilization they have built in I think e even taking that drone and and flying along right along the water you know in the Amazon like how cool if they use a drone to film one of those newer videos it would just be high class so yeah. when you were saying that i was like oh man to use a drone that would be great wouldn't it yeah it doesn't need to be done like soren where you're in a theater it doesn't need to be done like like flight of passage where you're on the back of something yeah it could be it, whatever it could be a star tours-esque mm -hmm. you're in a ride vehicle that is moving on hydraulics and there's you know what i forget how many people fit in the star tours mm -hmm. one maybe 24 people in there like probably more than that but i think i really think it'd be great i i really would love to see Brazil get its own country. And I do think that you're going to see in the next round of investments in the parks uh, some thought put into possibly doing something like this, adding a new country. And they've um, discussed it many, many, many times. Right. Now, the reality is that Epcot has been under construction forever. <laughs> and so they, they're going to need to, there's got to be you know, a little bit of a break here as they go and, and put some, you know, give some love to Animal Kingdom and give some love to yeah. Magic Kingdom. But the good thing about with the with the country pavilions is a lot of times they're kind of off. Those costs are offset by the actual country themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, so we'll see. But yeah, I, I do have an honorable mention though. I, I do too. Oh, you do. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mine's Australia. Oh, okay. Um, the one thing that I that That's I very obvious. I don't know why I never thought um, of that. I thought like we could do. They could do something with like Nemo. I know Nemo's already in the park. Yeah. Um, but they could do something with Nemo. Um, and then they've got rescuers down under. Um, you've got the outback. Uh, so you've got multiple different types of of terrain and you know stuff from Australia. Food is not quite. The reason it didn't make my list is Australian food is nondescript. If you ask me, you've right. got like right. You, uh, is it pavlova? I think whatever the 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 stuff that's a meringue. Um, that that stuff is is good. But like for the most part, it's not really anything. That I'm into, so it doesn't stand out as unique. But that's why I didn't make higher on my list. So Australia, and then I also thought about possibly like Switzerland. Oh, that'd be the, cool too. The Alps. So maybe move the the line to nowhere over <laughs> over to Epcot. Well, and I mean with, with Switzerland too. That was, it's, that was a Swiss Family Robinson joke, I, everybody. I, <laughs> it's, you know, Switzerland borders countries that are represented already, and this is the one I'm going to say <laughs> is. A lot of people will bundle this in with the rest of the UK, but Ireland is not part of the UK. The well, UK is, you know, it's some, oh yeah, depends. Yeah. Northern Ireland is separate and <laughs> yep. Wales and Scotland. But one of the more popular things you can do at Epcot is go to Rosen Crown and have a drink. So maybe Ireland could be incorporated maybe on a separate area because I know that's. 
They don't yeah. always get along. I, was gonna say, I know that. I know are you that. looking to like no, no, start no, no. a? No, we put that on the far side, okay. uh, away from you know, separate from the rest of the UK pavilion, and maybe focus on some of the you know more alcoholic and or. <laughs> <laughs> alcoholic beverages. Alcoholic beverages. I'm not calling anyone an alcoholic here. Well, we'll focus on the alcoholics. Yes. Uh, we'll focus on the alcoholics who are coming to drink around the world. Yeah. And they can go and visit Ireland. But there's a lot of, you know, rich culture with the, the food as well. And um, so I thought, eh, maybe we could throw Ireland in I there, th- too. I think you should you, you missed the mark. I know the UK Pavilion includes Scotland, but mm-hmm. Scotland having its own because who's from, I had that originally, but, and then and I thought, man, that's already part of the UK. Who's who's from Scotland? Scrooge McDuck. Oh my gosh, that's a great idea. Who else is from they, Scotland? They could just expand that. Brave. Yeah, that whole. I thought of that. Merida. Too. Yeah, you could expand because there's room. Expand the UK pavilion to also include. Oh, more you, you mean Scottish instead culture. of having instead of having like a spinning like teacups ride? No, to the right. No, I, not to the I'm back. Jo- I'm, but isn't there room to the right in between there I, and Canada? Right. I was saying that they, I'd say both. They've missed the so they talked about the whole the whole Mary Poppins thing, right? And there's yeah. going to be a teacup style ride. Mm-hmm. Um, like why not have it be a Merida? I mean, Scotland's part of the UK. I know, and that's and a like very have popular. A, have IP it be a Merida still. thing. So I don't know. Anyway, that's just me. Yeah. Um, that's, this was fun. It was fun. Yeah. And now, well, before we or when we sign off, we're actually gonna press record on a patreon episode where we're going to pick a random country pick three random countries and we're going to have to figure out which one's our favorite which one's the fix and which one to flatten that's going to be a fun one too that's cool i um, can't wait hey if you don't follow us already at dizzlist pod pretty much everywhere um or www.patreon.com slash pod where you don't even need to pay to follow us and it's kind of like a cool new social media what they've done with it so i, I would love for you to check that out um Head on over there and, and see what we've got going on over there as well. Cool. But um, it's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow, and tomorrow's just a list away. Tune in next time, and we'll see you real soon. <laughs>